know about uh, uh, I don't know the difference between the old and the new guard, but I'm gonna leave that up to you, brother Babu. Okay. Explain what the uh, organization is about today. Okay. Well, when you have uh, the new Black Panther Party, and I'm specifically with the People's New Black Panther Party, uh, you basically have a, a, a ongoing formation of, of of the original party. Uh, of that of okay. P. Newton and, and Bobby Seals. Uh, we consider ourselves just to be an extension of those brothers' philosophies. So uh, so I think we're just, we're basically the same type of organization, uh, but we're just coming up in two different eras. Um, you know, uh, I will listen to a listen to a show uh, about a couple of nights ago um, and they were comparing the late 60s to today. Uh-huh. And one, huh? And one of the uh, guests said uh, there's really no difference between the late 60s to today. It's still right. the same negative issues that's going on in the uh, black community. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see a lot of differences. I don't see a lot of changes uh, that has transpired uh, from the late 60s up until the, uh, the, uh, this century right now. Well, what I can say about the original Panther Party at that time, they had a lot, of bit, they had a lot more community participation uh, than what we're seeing now. That's one of the reasons they were able to establish the programs that they established uh, because the communities were more directly involved with the movement. Uh, You don't see that right now because a lot of people are subliminalized uh, because they have good jobs and they live in big houses that they seem to disconnect themselves uh, from the movement. So I think uh, back then they were more in depth to prioritize uh, in which direction they were able to go. And right now uh, people are really kind of disconnected disconnected from each other when it comes to the black power movement. Well, how about um, the actors like Jesse Williams, LeBron James, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, who came out to to inform America they have to stop what they're doing. I mean, those are celebrities that are putting their brand on the line would you how you feel about that right i mean uh, I, I think that's a good thing uh but if you look at the civil rights movement throughout history uh and, and now we're dealing with human rights we're not dealing with civil rights anymore uh that those in the entertainment business have always put themselves on the front line uh as we saw with brother muhammad ali and, and bill russell yeah. uh and, and, and some of the jim people brown. From, from that era jim brown absolutely correct so uh, I think for those brothers in this time to get out and make that type of a, a statement uh, basically reflects uh, what we've done in the past. And, but I can't say I do appreciate them. Leah, do you think that what will it take to take a collective unified uh, 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 community to adopt the Black Power movement. What will it take? Will it take some uh, more uh, killings? Uh, will it take some more demonstrations? 
will it take? What will it take? Uh, I don't know, man. At, at one time, we thought it was going to take some type of tragedy. Uh, but as, as we've been seeing, tragedy has been uh, repeating itself in our communities over and over and over. So uh, I, I don't know that it's going to take anything short of total martial law uh, for people to realize what type of situation that we're in now. Uh, uh, well, we're lot. not far from that. If We're not far from that. We just had an incident in Baton Rouge right behind your hometown. Uh, uh, um, we're not far from that. If we have something, if we have something, uh, uh, hey, brother, we still uh, sound like we were disconnected there for uh, a minute. Sound like we was disconnected there for a minute. Okay, okay, good. Uh, we're still uh, on air. I, uh, yeah, I know how that radio uh, show uh, is sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, if if we continue, uh, if it continue uh, uh, in this manner. We're not far from martial law because you know law enforcement is not going to take much of people coming at them with uh, violent tendencies. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're probably going to start roughing people up a lot worse than they are right now. Uh, but we have to understand as the civilian population, our numbers, the police department, 10 to 1, Okay. Uh, they work for us, and if they continue to be on the course and on the direction that they are under right now, uh, the people have a constitutional right to take control of what's going on in our communities. So uh, violence begat violence. If they're violent with us, then we have no choice to be violent with them. You know, I was surprised to hear some white folks say, you know, I don't condone violence, but I understand why people who, well, I even Whoopi Goldberg, as liberal as she is, as conservative as she is, she said, look, you know, you keep on smacking somebody in the face, they're going to smack you back. That's what she said about a week ago. Right. So another celebrity came out. Uh, 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 I mean, like, uh, Again, you know, you said you said earlier a human rights issue. So, are you saying that we no longer can use the court system for our issues? That we have to take our issues to a, a global entity such as the UN? Uh, yeah, uh, you're absolutely on point on that. But I don't think the United Nations uh, is the answer uh, because we have no connection to the United Nations if that makes sense, the black community. Uh, these atrocities have been uh, occurring in our community, and the United Nations has yet to step in at this. I think we need to take our issues that we're having in the black community. I think we need to take it to the African Union. Uh, we, need to, we need to sit down and we need to have a dialogue uh, with the people who understand our suffering. Uh, and I think if we strengthen our ties with the African Union, uh, it'll make it better for everybody uh, in dysphoria, not only Africans in Africa, but Africans in America, Africans in Jamaica, Africans in Cuba. So we need to strengthen our ties with the African Union, not the United Nations. That sounds like something like Pan-Africanism. Are you speaking of Pan-Africanism? Well, I mean, it's a brand of Pan-Africanism. Uh, but if we come together as a unified people and we take our, our issues to people that look like us, that way we're, we're guaranteed to get a response out of it. You know, the United Nations and and Geneva Convention, these are European 
Uh, these are European court systems, and we've seen the time and time again that the European court systems uh, has failed us when it comes to uh, black people in general. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right about that. So, uh, so um, you know that anything that happens in the United States, the eyes are on us. I mean, people, Africans in, in, in London, France, Africa, the Caribbean are really looking at us. We have a momentum now. Do you think that, what is your perception? Do you think that we're going to take this all the way, or are we going to do like we did historically? When when media stops covering us, we'll just go back to sleep. No, I don't think so. I think it's uh, too late for our people to go back to sleep now. Uh, uh, during the invention of social media and People are able uh, to connect socially now and, and talk about uh, 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 positive agendas. I think it's too late for us to go uh, back now. That time is over. We're going to have complete uh, constructive change in this country. Uh, we don't know how it's going to come about, but that process has started because I don't see any way as a people that we can go backwards after uh, the issues that we're dealing with at this time. Um, I'm going to shift the conversation now. What do you think of Donald Trump? What do you think of uh, what you think of the election of the presidential election today? Right. In the- uh, yeah, I, I don't put a whole lot of I don't put a whole lot of enthusiasm into any of that uh, because really, to me, it doesn't matter whether we have Donald Trump or whether we have uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, we understand that under Hillary Clinton's husband, Bill Clinton, uh, more people went to jail under his leadership uh, in the 90s, uh, uh, and that's that's a record that's still been set uh, up until this time. So uh, we don't we don't see how Hillary is going to benefit benefit us uh, either uh, any more than Donald Trump is. Uh, so I don't know, man. I think the vote is just going to be a, a wasted vote this year. Uh, any way it turns out, we're going to find ourselves on the bottom and our enemy is going to find themselves on the top. So the the best thing that we can do right now is organize our communities economically, politically, and uh, and education-wise. We still have that, uh, that we can take care of ourselves, and we don't need an elected official to to do that. We got to get ourselves together. We can't be worried about Hillary. Yeah. You said an important point, Uh, economically, politically, and educationally. Now, uh, a group in Atlanta was, was uh, uh, sat down with the political structure, uh, I think yesterday or today. I mean, mm-hmm. what should be our 10-point plan of today? Uh, right now, uh, I think to acquire any kind of wealth in this country, we're going to have to acquire land. Uh, and the thing is, in the southern part of the country, uh, when you get into Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, mm-hmm. you can get an acre of land for a thousand dollars. You know, we have brothers walking around with twenty thousand dollars cash in their pocket and don't know what to do with it. I say the people need to start uh, investing in this land and buying the land up. Uh, we need to start a slow migration progress uh, back to those five states. 
you have 40 million uh, black people in this country, and we all start migrating back to those five states. White people are going to move out, uh, and just like that, we will have a government of, of our own without firing a shot. It's just a migration progress, uh, process. If you look at the Mexicans, they're doing the exact same thing. They're doing the exact same things in Texas and Arizona. Yeah, you're about the tenth brother that I spoke to that mentioned uh, a similar uh, a method uh, mm-hmm. of uh, organizing and implementing. You know, purchasing our own land. Uh, a brother from the New Nation of Islam named Silas Muhammad says something mm-hmm. similar. We need to purchase our own land, have our own government, our own political structure, our own schools and whatnot. Right. You know, and, yeah, we can, and we can, another we can, brother we can do that. that uh, it's a host on Thursday night. He said that economically we had to organize from the bottom up instead of the trickle right. down from the top to the bottom. You know, right. so like it's going to take guys like yourself and the two gentlemen, two gentlemen that I mentioned, you know, to really do, do. You think we're ready for that today? Do you think we're really ready to make that type of move? Hello, brother Babu. Still, up, brother, I done lost you. Yeah, I'm here. You can hear me? Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that because I know how this blog talk radio is, man. But uh, we need to start making these type of moves uh, immediately. Uh, we need to start acquiring the land immediately. You know, you got brothers walking around with $20,000 in their pocket. It ain't no big deal to them, man. Uh, but we can go out and we can become landowners. I mean, these brothers have 20 acres of land. That's going to be a resource that's going to benefit our people in the long run. Uh, we got all of these uh, uh, superstars and and celebrities, and it don't take a whole lot of their investments to invest uh, invest in land in, in, in these five states. Uh, and, and again, I'm gonna give you the rundown of the five states. It is uh, Louisiana, uh, mm-hmm. Alabama, Mississippi, mm-hmm. uh, South mm-hmm. Carolina, and uh, mm-hmm. is, is that five? You know, it, it's these five states, and it's not it's not a new plan. The plan was put in place in 1968 by the provisional government. Republic of New Africa. So when you get a chance, study that. You know, so uh, all, all of this was put in place for us. Uh, we just have to go back and study the history of it and people understand that this is something that was, that's, that's already ready for us to do right now. We just have to take advantage of it. Wow. You know, that's a, a very inter- interesting concept. And, 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 and to market that idea, you know, what will it take to really market that idea? Uh, for people to research the information uh, and understand the direction that the provisional government was trying to go in and establishing land and territories uh, uh, for black people. So I think it's really just a basic kind of word of mouth thing. Uh, go out there and study it, uh, Google it, and learn as much information on it as you can, and then you start mm-hmm. preaching the format to the people. Uh, just like any other thing, it's all about the information that they get. I know you have to go, and Brother Babu, I, I, I appreciate you for coming on my show. Okay. All right, no doubt, and, no doubt. And, and I'm, I hope I hope this will not be in the last. Uh, I hope this will not.
be the last time we communicate. In fact, if someone is interested in contacting the, the Black, Pan- Black Panther Party, how would they do that? Okay, they can either go to one or two sources. You can go to the People's New Black Panther Party, People's NBPP at gmail.com, or they can go to Huey P. Newton Gun Club, which is HPNGC 2014. And I appreciate for letting me on the show and for us uh, being able to have this dialogue, brother. Okay, brother. You have a nice evening. Don't work too hard now. Okay, brother. All right. Peace. Wow. That was uh, very interesting from uh, Brother Bamboo of the uh, uh, People uh, Black Panther Party. Um, Another solution, another solution that we should consider, you know, but all of the solutions that I bring to you have one thing, one thing, our own economics, our own economics. And you say, what, 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 Kenny, what, what is so important about our own economics? If you have your own economics, you control your own destiny. You have your own economics. You don't have to ask the United States government for anything. I keep on to This is not my first time informing you this. It's not my first time saying this. If we continue to beg, that's what we do, beg the United States for financial assistance, they're going to do one or two things. They're going to pacify us with crumbs. Let us fight over these little crumbs and have these little territory crumbs. Or two, they just use it to control us. That's why they feel they could send police into our communities and shoot our men and women and children. That's why they, they, they can send law enforcement, law enforcement into our communities and, and, and conduct predatorial policing. But if we have our own riches, our own resources, our own economics, we could build our own schools. We got to build our own schools and make sure the curriculum in our schools will satisfy the development of our children. Don't you know that the United States government spends more money on a suburban child than an urban child? It's documented. It's in black and white. They have laptops on their, their desks. You have, and, and you go to an urban school, you have 30 children share one computer, not even a laptop, computer. And you have to remember, when you have your own economics and you have your own businesses, you know, you could call your own shots. You could demand, hey, look, Law enforcement got to protect and serve us as well. Not going, come into our community and act like every other black man is a criminal. 
if you control your own economics, you could build your own have your own medical care, your own hospitals, your own infrastructure. And guess what? If 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 you if you really prosper, you know. You can have your own law enforcement. Now, what I'm talking about sounds scary because for 500 years, we've been been taken care of by the United States system. And when someone says, hey, look, you know, here's something new. Break away. Break away. Build your own. Build your own. Have your own. It's scary. It's scary. Because you really don't know. But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. It will, you will have more self-esteem in having your own than having our families continue to uh, uh, be a part of this. I don't want to say it, but... Hillary said it yesterday, white, white privilege, white supremacist, and that's what we under. And, and let me tell you something, most Americans feel they're losing their countries. That's why they're hard on the immigration laws. That's why they're hard on, on, on black and brown people. That's why they want to say a, what, a bill of war. Come on, one bill of war across the border. One bill of war. Matter of fact, Texas, New Mexico, half of California, and Arizona used to belong to Mexico. United States sold it. United States took it. They didn't buy it. They took it by the gun. They took it. So, um, yes, I agree with anyone that said we have to control our own economics. You control your economics, it could take you to anywhere. You know, prosperity, collectively, Right now, we just worry. Each each of us is just worried about ourselves, you know. And, and, and each of us have our own destiny that's controlled by someone else instead of controlling our own destiny. Purchasing land, hey, you got enough money to purchase land. I mean, like Daryl Freeman always said, we got one point two. We spent one point two million dollars. I mean, not million, one point two trillion dollars a year. You take half of that, we probably could purchase at least two of the states, so two of the lands in those states. So, I think that. Uh, Economics is the way to go, but I just want to speak about what happened that route for a minute. And um, uh, another young man, another young brother, felt that he had to pick up a gun to for revenge. 
Folks, this has been tried before. Anyone that listening to this, listen to, you know, it's a difference between defending yourself and defending your property and going out and looking to hunt someone down. It's a difference. I know as community, we are tired. We're tired of this mess. We're tired uh, of, of, of young brothers being cut down. And let me tell you something. This, 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 this just didn't happen last week. This has been going on for hundreds of years. But I guess the United States had met the wrong generation, the millennials, the Generation X. They're tired, and, 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 and they feel that, hey, look, I am tired of being bullied. And you know, as a kid, you know, what they said, don't run from a bully. You stand up to a bully and fight. That's the way you compete, the way you win or lose. They'll have respect for you. But this is this is a little different. Let me tell you something about the United States. The United States got a strong military. You don't want the United States to feel threatened. They have a domestic problem and bring military in our communities. They felt that way before. In 1960, I saw my own eyes. I saw a taste. You don't want that. And even today, they will ask something more. They will call you a terrorist. They will say you have mental health problems. They will slander your name. Now, one memorial was held for the young man for Baton Rouge. For Minnesota. That one memorial was televised. And you know, in the United States, even even brothers and sisters, they deep down inside kinda of like, you know, yeah, I understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired, that's you know, be attitudes and behaviors got to change. And that is the hardest thing to do is change a person's attitude and behavior. And we have to be careful of what strategy we select because people are finally listening. People are finally saying, okay, wow, I understand. Well, I really don't blame them for reacting that way. But they cannot react that way. Because like, even 10, 15, 20 years ago, we told somebody, hey, look, man, we're being brutalized. We're being beat down. Oh, you want to join in my conversation? Um, you dial 347-989-0180 or press 1. You could join in the conversation if you want to. You know, I understand. And you don't want to lose that support. If you look at the demonstrations, if you look at the rallies, if you look at the protests, 
You have other people of colors that are really providing support and saying, no, this is not right. This is not right. You cannot treat a group of people in this manner because they don't make as much as the next person or they don't live in a mansion like you do. You don't see them when the last time you heard a cop shooting a white guy. When the last time you heard that? An unarmed white guy. I'm glad I was. I I had I got to apologize to my folks. I said that this was going to die down last week, you know, but it didn't. People are still talking about it, and I wonder if people are still talking about it because of the the police shootings. If one no police shoot, people kind of like forget about it and go back to sleep. Uh 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 uh. For example, it's so rallies last week with thousands of people, but now I hear numbers of 50, 100, and 30. I said, uh-oh, it's starting now. You know, we got to keep this momentum up. It's not going to happen overnight. And, I don't, and you don't want to keep it in your lives by using violence. You want to use your head. You want to be finesse. You want to demonstrate that you're skillful. You want to demonstrate that you're able to negotiate a plan and implement a plan. If it's purchasing land, if it's economics, you haven't, I mean, this is going to take a while. This is not going to be overnight. We got to start with this instant gratification. It's not going to be Overnight, this is a marathon. Speaking of the Olympics, this is a, a marathon. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon, and you might not see the success. Your children or your grandchildren or your great grandchildren may see it. It took us five hundred years to get to this point. It might take us another maybe fifty or hundred years. To get to the point where we need to be. But we have to start somewhere as we have to stay the course. And with that, I'm sorry, uh, Brother Bad Boo was at work. He could stay the full time. But I appreciate him for coming on the show. I'm going to provide him back, too, probably in the fall. You know, and next week I have another sister that have her own talk show that's going to uh, 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 honor me by coming on my talk show next Tuesday. Don't forget, we got Superior Power Black America on Thursday night with Daryl and Monique Freeman from uh, 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 8 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. On Saturday night, from 8 to 9, you have Carl Steve with Provocative Thought that discusses social behavior in the black community. He had a great show last Saturday. He was discussing gang violence. And Sunday, you have for 79, Sister Sagoma. Um, also, I want to tell every, inform everybody about a market partnership plan. We, you, if you 
you have a product, if you're a community person that lives in the community and what have you, you have a product or a business that needs marketing and advertising, all you have to do is dial 470-875-9647. And Queen Mother for Real Media will assist you in marketing your product for a small fee. Very, 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 very small thing. And with that, I'd like to thank you for supporting me. I am because we are. We are because I am. Good night.